Welcome to episode 30 of the Midlife Worthy Moms podcast for the Graceful Empty Nester. What a perfect time of year to talk about introducing some balance in our lives. Let's talk about the mom stress. Here it is. It's the new year, 2024, and I'm going to be talking about the connection of stress to pain and sickness in our bodies. Now, I've always been curious why I get sick after starting a new job or anticipation of a big event or even when I'm feeling down. So I did a little digging and I've been curious for probably the last several years about the mind, body, and soul. So today, I'm going to share what I found, and we're going to talk all about the mom's stress and give you some antidotes to try to help yourself through those difficult times. Are you a mom who's been taken by surprise and finds herself struggling with her adult child? Well, it's time to grab a pen and notebook because I'm about to share some insider information that will help you navigate through this challenging phase. I'm Kim Damon, a mom, a life coach, and an Enneagram coach. I specialize in helping moms of adults in rediscovering the connection with their adult kids. Just imagine mom stepping into a state of drama remission with your adult children. Together, we'll build a life grounded in grace, and the peace that comes from truly knowing who you are as a midlife woman and a mom. Make sure you visit my website. The link is provided in the show notes and grab your free course, Thriving in a Divided Family. It's packed with valuable insights. Before we dive in, I just want to mention that I'm not a doctor. I'm only basing this on my life experience and the research that I've done. So I'm gonna give you a few of my sources today. You can go through any of this information and look it up online if you'd like. The sources are from articles from Psychology Today, wellTheory.com, Healthline.com, the CDC website, and also a doctor by the name of Elliot Crane. He is a professor at Stanford University Medical Center. I want to share with you some of my old thinking about the whole mind-body-soul connection, and I'm going to call it mind-body-spirit. Anytime I would see an article about the connection between our mind and our body and the spirit or the soul, I would just quickly dismiss it, okay? To me, it seemed like a bunch of woo-woo, and I had no interest in it. It wasn't until I got a little older and I began to really notice things that I actually started to do a little digging into this balance that I needed in my own life. I'm going to share some of these things with you today in hopes that it helps you as well and get you excited about this information that I've discovered. But first... I want to take a step back and talk about, you know, maybe 10 years ago and prior to that and what my philosophy was. I had a mindset about stress that I think a lot of you might have. 
And that's one of, hey, you just need to put your head down and you need to get through it. You need to get it done. You might have even thought like I did where I thought that I was most powerful at my most stressful self. I got things done when I was stressed out. I thought that stress made sure that I was going to take action. I had things to do, places to go, people to see, a job to do. In fact, I wish I had a dollar for every time that I said to myself, put your big girl panties on and get it done. I have a family. I've got to take care of these kids. I got to make sure that they're productive members of society. I have to make sure I'm tending to my relationships. I have a job to do at work. This is part of life. This is the mindset that I had. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with it, but you'll notice one thing that was missing in all of that was me. I was focused in on all of these things outside of me and not taking care of me, which probably contributed to the stress, right? That makes sense to me. Little did I know that I needed to include myself a little self-care, a little time, a little time to refill my cup, so to speak. So we're going to be talking about specifically the body, the mind, and the spirit, and how to balance that. And if you are working on your 2024 goals or you haven't yet done that, this is a good opportunity for you to incorporate all three of these. So if you know me, or if you've been with me for a while, you know that I talk a lot about fight, flight, freeze, and fawn. This is something that our habit brain offers up to us whenever we're in the middle of a stressful situation. Something happens, and we're going to respond one of these four ways. We're either going to fight or maybe react to something. This works very well when somebody robs you or somebody tries to assault you. This is what we want our body to do. We want that adrenaline to rush through and we want to fight them off. The other one is flight. We want to avoid things. We want to make sure that we're safe. And if we feel slightest bit nervous, we might feel that flight sensation in our bodies. And that flight could mean that we're avoiding things, that we're running away from things. There's also the freeze. When something happens in our lives that causes stress, we can freeze. We don't know what to do about it. We become overwhelmed and we just freeze in the moment. We have no idea what it is that we're supposed to do. It's like all of a sudden we're confused. Fawn. This is a good one because a lot of people aren't familiar with fawning. And this is where something happens. So our brain offers up negotiation tactics. We're negotiating with someone else. We're people pleasing. We are bargaining with our brain, our own brain. We have this battle going on. This is fawning. And we'll do things to make other people feel better even if it makes us feel worse. All of these stresses 
that we have in our lives are activating the fight, flight, freeze, fawn in the central nervous system. These things are not felt in your brain. Your brain offers them up, but they're not felt in your brain. They're felt in your body. You ever notice how your body tenses up when you have some chronic stress, when you can't sleep, when your legs ache, when your shoulders feel heavy? This is the chronic stress activating those things in your nervous system. Now, what happens is it increases chronic conditions such as chronic pain, sleep problems, high blood pressure, stomach issues, stress. It increases our stress hormone like cortisol and other serious health conditions. And those chronic stress hormones, those little devils cause us body inflammation, fatigue, depression. It compromises our immunity system, increases weight, and it even creates cognitive disorders like Alzheimer's later on in life. Now let's talk a little bit about the autoimmune diseases that's related to the chronic stress that we sometimes ignore. Leaky gut syndrome, irritable bowel disease, rheumatoid arthritis, type 1 diabetes, systemic lupus, all of those things are created by chronic stress. So it's not woo-woo and we can't ignore it. The biggest concern I have is fibromyalgia. Fibromyalgia is one of those diseases that seems to have been a mystery to everyone. But research is suggesting that high levels of stress can not only cause this autoimmune disease, but it makes the symptoms worse. And I'm sure that if you have fibromyalgia, you know exactly what I'm talking about. When you get stressed, your body hurts. It can take you down. The CDC reports that approximately 4 million adults in the United States live with fibromyalgia, and I believe this is low. The reason I think this is low is because of people like me, people who believed that stress is okay and we just need to work ourselves through it and it's not creating this pain in my body. I just need to put my head down and get through this. The CDC says that if you're a woman, you are twice, twice as likely to develop fibromyalgia. So what happens in midlife? And I think that this is one of the reasons why I started to pay attention to it, is I started to notice things. I started to notice what was happening with an aging nervous system. Hey, we're all getting a little older. Now the kids are grown up. They've moved out. And we're noticing some things happening here. Let's talk about that. Well, first of all, what goes down in our central nervous system? Well, sensations go down. Eyesight is affected. Your hearing is affected. And it's funny because I notice that my eyesight gets worse 
when I'm under a lot of stress. Our ability for movement goes down. Our reflexes go down. Our coordination goes down. And I got to tell you, that's a, that, that's a scary thing. If you have fallen, you know how scary that is because you literally go down quicker. It's like all of a sudden you're on the ground. So when your coordination begins to go, that's a problem. Your strength goes down. Your memories are less. And your attention span is less. When you begin to notice these things, and you may not notice them until your 40s or 50s or even your 60s, if you're lucky. But when you begin to notice these things, then you begin to say, okay, maybe there's some truth to all this mom stress and that I've been poo-pooing all of this mind, body, spirit stuff that I need to pay attention to it. Furthermore, I want to share with you, because I think that this is really important, is that chronic body pain has a memory like our mind. Pain can persist even after your body is healed because the central nervous system has a memory. And that's complete with swelling and redness or hot and cold sensations. And chronic pain can actually be triggered just like emotional pain can be triggered. So if you've noticed maybe an old injury that you have, some knee pain or some shoulder pain or some feet pain like I've had, you may notice that certain things can trigger that memory to come back, that pain memory to come back, and it hurts again. Maybe not like it used to before you had it fixed. But nevertheless, our central nervous system does have a memory. So how do we even regulate this? Okay, We have to start talking about the mom's stress. We need balance in our lives. For too long, we have done everything for everyone else. And some of us, think it's selfish to do for ourselves. We have to get over the notion that it's selfish to take care of our own bodies. So I'm going to be going through the three components of a balanced life, which is body, mind, and spirit. And I'm going to start off with body. I'm going to give you four important factors, things that you can start doing right now to improve that mom stress. The first thing is sleep, seven to 10 hours a night. If you struggle with sleep, this is the first and the most important thing that you want to solve. Now you do this by making sure you go to bed early, maybe turning off the blue lights, the TV, the social media, way before you go to bed, reading a good book before you go to bed. Staying in bed through the night, not drinking anything that's going to keep you up through the night. Sleep is important to regulating our bodies. Hydration is the next important aspect of regulating our bodies. 
a minimum of 64 ounces of water. Now, some will say that you need to drink half of your body weight. And if that's what you strive for, that's even better. But at a minimum, get your 64 ounces of water. Because what happens when you don't drink water is that you hold the water in and you begin to swell up and you get inflammation in your body. Activity, my least favorite. Because in my brain, I think that activity means that I got to go out and do some cardio exercise. And that's just not true. Activity might be walking, it might be hiking, just moving your body each day. Even if you're doing some stretching, just get a little activity in. Get up and move. If you find yourself sedentary, get up and walk around your house. Go up your stairs and down your stairs a few times. And the fourth thing to regulate your body is your breath. Tummy breathing in through the nose and out through the mouth. And by the way, this will help you also get to sleep, focusing in on your breathing. If you want to, you can look up box breathing by the Navy SEALs. They use this as a technique to calm their stress down. And if it works for the Navy SEALs, it's going to work for you, Mom. It's in through the nose for four seconds, hold it for four seconds, out through the mouth for four seconds, hold it for four seconds, and repeat that several times. It's a very easy technique, and you can do this at any time, no matter where you're at. You have access to your breath at all times. But I notice as I get older that I've got more shallow breathing and less oxygen going to the cells in my body and going to my brain. So this causes us more stress in our bodies, more sickness, and we need to solve that problem. So next, let's talk about our mind. This is where I come in. So regulating the mind. Journaling is really important to regulating our mind. Getting your thoughts out of your brain and onto paper. Know your emotions. Know your triggers. Know what to do to take care of yourself. You start to see patterns. You start to notice things when you're journaling. And if you want to, burn it later, but get it out of your brain and onto paper. Don't let it ruminate. Don't catastrophize. Learn how to stop doing that, especially when you're dealing with a stressful situation with your adult kids. Next is self-care. Create a little laughter in your life. Take some time off. Take a day off every month for just you. Maybe start a new hobby. Read a good book. Find out what works for you. It doesn't have to be the same self-care over and over again. But I guarantee you, if you thought like I used to think, you've probably neglected your own self-care for a very long time. And this is really important to regulating your mind. Mindset is also important to balancing your mind, body, and spirit. 
This is where we get to step outside of our comfort zone and actually take a look at our old outdated beliefs, the expectations that we have for ourselves and other people and challenge those. This is what we do in the membership. We take a look at each and every one of these. Let's make things better in our lives. The one thing that I used to tell myself is that I'm too old to do this. I hear it all the time. I'm too old to change my mind. I'm set in my ways. This is just how I work. This is just who I am. But it's never too late to change and work through that mindset. We can create a new mindset that helps us balance our stress. Balances that mom's stress that creates a better relationship with the mind, body, and spirit. Connection is the fourth one to regulating your mind. Having connection with people is so important for us. We saw this during COVID and how that lack of connection that we have with other people made us depressed. Reach out to your loved ones. Find new friends. Create new connections with people that are in your lives. It doesn't have to even be someone new. You can create a brand new connection with your kids. Now, the last piece that helps us balance our lives, I'm going to call it spirit. Engaging in that spirit and soul. The first one is inspired. Be inspired. Read some scripture, take a good Bible study, read a good book, listen to a great podcast that motivates you, motivates you in your mindset, motivates you and inspires you to do things with your body that create some sort of endorphins in your body that make you feel great. Engage in that. Prayer. Now, you may call this meditation. I call it prayer. Create a relationship with your creator through praying, through reading scripture, memorizing scripture. Pull out some music. Sing to the music. Get in touch with that prayer side of you again that relaxes you, that keeps you grounded, that keeps you looking for your higher purpose. The other way to balance your spirit is by unplugging. Unplugging is important to engaging your purpose. Remove all those distractions. Those distractions in life are what keep you busy with stressful situations. All those distractions are keeping you from living who you really can be. Do a little digital detox and limit your exposure. Isn't it interesting how the first thing that we do when we feel terrible is we go out on Facebook or we go out on Instagram and we check to see what our kids are doing and what they're up to. And then we feel terrible if we see something on there that depresses us. Remove those distractions. You're going to figure out, too, what those distractions are when you're doing your journaling. Get rid of them. The other thing that's going to engage your soul is nature. Enrich your life with a little nature. Take a walk. 
Enjoy the scenery. Sit there and watch a sunset or a sunrise. Just notice everything around you and how beautiful it is. Start looking for evidence. Things in your life are good. Things in your life are beautiful. Get that inspiration. So listen, I, I really strongly encourage you to take a look over the next week. Consider making the body, mind, and spirit activities in your life. Making it a priority because these are the things that are going to help you with that mom stress. For me, I'm going to take care of myself when I notice that I'm not feeling well. I'm going to sit down and do some journaling. I'm going to sit and pray. I'm going to read some scriptures and I'm going to move my body. When I feel this coming on, it is so important for me to take some sort of movement towards that mind, body, spirit balance. That balance that we gave everyone else, that we strive to give our kids when they're growing up, that we want to make sure our spouse has, that we want to create all of this balance in the world, but we forget ourselves. I want you to start paying attention to you. There's nothing wrong with that. And in fact, I just like to say that you're God's temple. Take care of it. Take care of his temple. Take care of your body. Take care of your mind. And take care of that spirit. If you're enjoying this podcast and finding value in our discussions, I'd love to hear from you. Take a moment to leave a review on the podcast platform of your choice. Your feedback is incredibly valuable and it helps other worthy moms just like us discover this podcast. Additionally, if you know another mom that could benefit from our conversations, Please share this podcast with her. Together we can create a supportive community of worthy moms. Join me next week for another empowering episode on the Midlife Worthy Moms podcast.